0: Today is Tuesday, February 8th, 2022, and you best start believing in fascist dictatorships in the West because you're living in one right now. Nancy Pelosi's secret political police, otherwise known as the Capitol Police, have been caught breaking into a Republican congressman's office. That's right. They were disguised, they broke in, and they started photographing and interrogating his staff. They were caught red-handed with dirty police Gestapo tactics, and now there is an open investigation into these third world Soviet tactics. This is Stalinist, it is evil, and it must not happen in this country. What will become of our nation when the ruling class uses the police force, in order to intimidate, imprison, interrogate, and brutalize the population. It doesn't end well. Not ending well is Nancy Pelosi's hopes of being seen as a climate champion, as new reports reveal that she is not only a fascist, but she's also a hypocrite. She spent $500,000 on private jets over the last few years, while claiming that we have a moral obligation to reduce emissions. Yeah, right. Arizona's Republican attorney general has issued a legal opinion calling Biden's border crisis an invasion. That is a step in the right direction. Arizona will now be allowed to use war powers in order to stem the tide of criminal migrants into this country. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot to fight on this show. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. The most important story in America right now, ladies and gentlemen, is the fact that the Democrat Party is using our law enforcement agencies as their own secret police. That's right. It may seem astonishing and alarming, but a preponderance of evidence is leading to a shocking conclusion that the Gestapo of the Democrat Party is indeed the intelligence agency's Department of Justice and, most presciently, the Capitol Police. Bombshell reports from just minutes ago have directly from members of Congress shown that they have found Capitol Police inside of their office, in disguise, disguised as construction workers, Photographing their private, constitutionally protected materials and then questioning their staffers. All of this is illegal. All of this is shocking. And all of this is truly terrifying for a party that more accurately represents not the Democratic Party of old. No, your JFK FDR party is dead and it is buried in a coffin directly under Thomas Jefferson's memorial. No, ladies and gentlemen, the modern-day Democratic Party more accurately represents the All-Union Communist Party, which is the only singular party of the Soviet Union. Very few people know that there was an NKVD. NKVD, what is that? That is the police of the governing party of the Soviet Union. The NKVD, the People's Commissariat for Internal Affairs, translated to English, is the law enforcement agency that did the will of the All-Unions Communist Party in the Soviet Union. The purpose of the NKVD was to terrorize their political enemies, to ship people off to gulags, and to be the public face of the police force which acted in similar ways to other police forces except for it was purely political. The NKVD had departments such as transportation, fire guards, and border guards. Their jobs were assigned to the Ministry of the Interior. The NKDV had classified secret activities which it was very feared for inside of the Soviet Union. The NKVD had a massive political repression arm whose job was to do sanctioned political murders and assassinations, especially in the era of Stalin, especially in the era of the Great Purge. Ladies and gentlemen, the purpose of the NKVD in Soviet Union and the reason why I am having this conversation with you today, this small, historic conversation jump back into Soviet times, is that it is the most prescient parallel to what is happening right now in the Pelosi-led Congress. In the era after January 6th, and in the era that we currently live in, you can see the parallels between a state police force that is the police force of a political party, specifically Joseph Stalin's political party after World War II, and the Soviet Union's flood of political persecutions for those who were dissenters, for those who may stand in the way of the Soviet Union and their leaders, they needed their own political party to have its own police force. And that is what you see now. That is what you see now inside of our own Congress as detailed currently by a Twitter thread posted just moments ago by a member of Congress named Rep. Niels. Rep. Niels. Tony Niels from Texas. Sorry, forgive me. Troy Niels from Texas. Here is the congressman here, and here is the thread itself. We are going to go tweet by tweet. And we are going to talk about then the ongoing investigation into the NKVD, or as it could be known, Nancy Pelosi's private secret police for her own party, who are now, as detailed in a verified Twitter thread from a member of Congress, invading the offices of congressmen during congressional recess, which is the term used for Congress's out-of-session, So we don't have anyone in the offices. They are sending in police officers in disguise, dressed as construction workers, to photograph the members of Congress's privileged private communication. Ladies and gentlemen, we pause our show today to thank our sponsor. We are broadcasting from the Birch Gold Studios here in Tampa, Florida, and we just want to thank Birch Gold for being a supporter of our show. Ronald Reagan, arguably the greatest president in American history. He saw this 40 years ago. Massive inflation that we haven't seen since until today. In his own words, inflation is as violent as a mugger as frightening as an armed robber and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to the inflationary policies of this administration. If you've not yet called Birch Gold the only people that I trust to help you diversify your 401ks and IRAs into gold, then you are missing the boat. Actually, you're treading water without a life vest. Birch Gold has your life vest. Let them help you convert your IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered gold IRA. That's what you want. With thousands of satisfied customers and an a rating with your Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text Benny to the number 989898 now to get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This is a comprehensive 20-page guide that reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. So do it now. Text the word Benny to 989898. That's Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, to 989898. If you are not scared right now, you are not paying attention. Let's read the thread. The Capitol Police Intelligence Division investigated my office illegally, and one of my staffers caught them in the act. This is what the congressman says. Image 14, here we go. On November 20th, 2021, Capitol Police entered my office without my knowledge and photographed confidential legislative products protected by the speech and debate clause enshrined in the Constitution, Article 1, Section 1. Two days later, on Monday, November 22nd, 2021, Thanksgiving week, three intelligence officers attempted to enter my office while the House was in recess. What that means is that the House wasn't doing any debate, wasn't having any legislation brought to the floor, and therefore people could go home to their districts. Upon discovering a member of my staff, special agents in disguise, dressed like construction workers, began to interrogate, question him as to the contents of a photograph that they had illegally taken. So let's stop right here. Ladies and gentlemen, you have the Capitol Police dressing up as something they are not, playing dress-up, clandestine incognito dress-up as construction workers to evade detection from members of Congress as they rifle through the members of Congress' constitutionally protected private correspondence and bill drafting in order to gather information on a member of Congress sent there by the people, his district in Texas sent there by the people, they sent Troy Niels. To Congress, to represent them, here is a Gestapo-like, NKVD, Soviet police operation to break into this congressman's office, to usurp the will of the people, to rip through his private documents, and then to return to interrogate his staff without his consent permission. If your blood is not boiling... You are not a patriot. The Capitol Police never informed myself or my senior staff of their investigation. And the reason is clear. The thread continues from the congressman. They had no authority to photograph my office, let alone investigate myself or members of my staff. So why is the Capitol Police leadership maliciously investigating me in an attempt to destroy my character. The way it works, ladies and gentlemen, is pretty simple. If you have a warrant, if you wish to invade someone's privacy, you can, taking a step back, there is a amendment to the Constitution, the protections of searches and seizures, the reason that amendment exists, quite a few history lessons in this podcast this morning, but here we go. The reason that amendment exists is because of secret police, not the Soviet secret police, but the British secret police. The British had uniformed officers invade people's homes during the Revolutionary War and leading up to it. Those soldiers, called quartering, would enter your home as a colonist, They would steal your food, they would sleep in your bed, and you had no recourse. You, as a lowly colonist, did not have rights. Those soldiers were emissaries of the crown of which you lived under. Your property was their property. And so those soldiers of the British crown, called Redcoats, in a vernacular of the time, could kick in your door, could take your pig and your bread could displace your children from their beds or your wife from your bed and they could stay as long as they please. The Quartering Act is what this was called and this is why we have an amendment to our Constitution stating the Third Amendment that we shall not quarter soldiers and that there shall be no unreasonable searches and seizures in this country. The government doesn't have a right to kick in your door and take from you what they want. Now, a member of Congress's office is sacrosanct. You should not be able to do either that to a member of Congress because that member of Congress represents you and me, the people. We send them to Congress. This is a representative democracy. If anything should be protected in this country, it should be our representatives protected here by Article 1. Section 6 of the Constitution, our representatives should be allowed to go about their legislative procedures without having agents of the government kick in their doors and steal and gather intelligence on them and harass their staff. Incredible. I continue. Niels says that the reason that his office was entered by the Capitol Police in disguise was because he has been critical of the January 6th Committee and the police procedures surrounding it. The report claimed that the officers entered Neil's office and found a whiteboard that contained suspicious writings and mentioning body armor. Oh, okay. Hmm. Let's see. Show me the section in the Constitution where a member of Congress isn't allowed to have free speech and open conversation. Where is this illegal? I would like to know. Please point me to your law and your statute. The officer reportedly took photos of the whiteboard and then passed it around for analysis. The following Monday, USPC, USCP, United States Capitol Police, dispatched plain intelligence officers. Incredible. They were not in uniform to Neal's office to question staffers who had been there about the whiteboard and the legislative proposals it contained. Oh, that's interesting. Just days before the United States Capitol Police entered Neal's office and took a picture of the whiteboard, Neal's and his staff used a brainstorming and catalog legislative ideas. The Washington Post ran a story about federal government contractors in rural Texas, who defrauded the United States by supplying Chinese-made body armor instead of body armor manufactured in the United States. So if this man has a district where there is a body armor, presumably, I'm just assuming, there is a body armor scandal, well then he has every damn right to discuss his constituency's concerns in his own office. According to Niels, who previously served as sheriff of his county in Texas, His office whiteboard specifically called out faulty Chinese body armor. In fact, the Washington Post article was the key catalyst spurring Niels to consider drafting legislation banning the procurement of body armor. What police report did not include was the reference to multiple items on Niels' whiteboard immediately following the words body armor referencing the Export Administration regulations dealing specifically with Chinese imports. So it sounds like a member of Congress was doing the due diligence of his district, bringing them information about a scandal from China, of course. And now the Capitol Police are spying on him. This is terrifying. It's just truly a moment in time when the police have been turned into agents of the state and Nancy Pelosi's use of the Capitol Police as her own political propaganda arm is evil. It is un-American. It is illegal. And why are the Capitol Police wandering through members of Congress's offices and taking photos of their internal correspondence. Why are these Capitol Police plain clothed? Why were they dressed like construction workers in order to deceive? In order to gather intelligence on Nancy Pelosi's political enemies? That's why. The inspector general for the U.S. Capitol Police, according to the Federalists, has opened a formal investigation into whether the law enforcement agency tasked with securing the Capitol has been inappropriately surveilling members of Congress and their staff visitors to their offices. The Federalist has learned the opening of the investigation follows news reports and accusations from lawmakers that the United States Capitol Police has overstepped its bounds. United States Capitol Police Chief Thomas Manger confirmed the opening of the Inspector General's investigation in response to congressional inquiries about the Capitol Police and their tactics reported in a January 22nd article published by Politico, including some surveilling and compiling intelligence dossiers on members of Congress and their staff While I am confident in our methods, I am asking the United States Capitol Police Office of the Inspector General to review our programs related to security assessments to secure the committee, the Congress as a whole, and the public that these processes are legal, necessary, and appropriate, said the head of the Capitol Police to Republican lawmakers. They are not legal, necessary, and appropriate. You are spying on your own countrymen, and this is the larger tale. This is the most important fact of this current scandal. You see it in everything that the Biden regime is doing. The Biden regime no longer considers exterior enemies of this country to be of any concern. The border is wide open. People can travel across it. Indeed, terrorists from other nations hostile to America travel across it. No, no, much like any dictatorship or tyrannical regime, the Biden administration views you as the enemy. You, ladies and gentlemen, watching this stream right now. You, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast right now. You do not believe in the regime. You do not do the diktats of the regime as it pertains. To various illegal and unconstitutional mandates. You are opposed to the regime, therefore, you are the enemy. Your rights be damned. Your constitutionally protected human rights be shredded into the wood chipper. We have our own secret police and we will hunt you down. Are you commenting at a school board? You are a terrorist. We will identify you as a terrorist. Are you saying you do not want your child to learn racism in these schools? You disagree with the mandates on your children from medical fiat administrative agencies thousands of miles away affecting your child's life? You're a terrorist. Are you a member of Congress from a opposing political party duly elected and sent here to represent your constituency, discussing a scandal in your district as it pertains to Chinese body armor? We will send our agents into your office in the dark of night. We will photograph your correspondence with your staff and your constituents that is protected by law, and then we will assail you. We will send officers in disguise to try and catch you and interrogate you and intimidate you. You best start believing that you are living in tyrannical states. You best start believing in tyrannical biosecurity states because you're living in one, ladies and gentlemen, the shocking parallels between what is happening right now in the Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi-led government with the NKVD and the secret Soviet police who butchered and terrorized and murdered and killed, and shipped off to gulags. Those who Stalin considered enemies of the state, meaning enemies of him and his own power, political enemies, people in his own party, and people who are indeed opposing him inside of the Soviet Union. They were butchered. The state has a monopoly on violence. And they will use it. And it is a sickening thing to see inside of our own country. We are disgusted that the organs of the state and the law enforcement and the Justice Department have been turned upon our own citizens with the indifference to the actual terrorists who may be wandering across our border at this very moment. It is a disgusting and horrifying parallel to some of the most evil regimes that have ever existed in human existence. It happens in every single weak, frail, tyrannical, fascistic regime, Maoist China, Stalinist Russia, of course, it happened in the Third Reich, but those analogies are overused. And quite frankly, the leaders of today's Democrat Party are not liberal. They are fascistic. A liberal, by classical definition, would say, you disagree with me? Interesting. Joe Rogan? Interesting. Would be nice to hear your point of view. I don't agree with it, and I'm thrilled to represent your capacity for free speech. I like your experimentation with ideas. I am interested in the fact that alternating ideas exist in a free and open space. I am a liberal. That's because I want to hear new and unique ideas. I have the capacity to hold two thoughts in my brain at the same time. That is a liberal. The modern-day Democratic Party are not liberals. They are fascists. They fuse the power of the state, the monopoly on violence, with the power of corporations, and then they oppress. That is the modern-day Democratic Party. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a terrifying moment. We have before us a single goal, which is to rip power from these people while we still can. Let us go about that goal. These people are not deserving of our pow- of 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 the democracy that they inherited. These people are not deserving of the nation that they now lead. It is a despicable thing to watch them act in such a way that they are shredding our human rights, our constitutional rights. These people are a godless lot, and much like private property was banned in Stalin's Soviet Union, yet Stalin had palatial mansions across the land. Stalin kept his private vehicles, his limousines, and his mansions. Stalin's urchins and bootlickers Got private mansions all across the Soviet Union and took from the bounty of that land everything that they wished and then strip mined it for everyone else, ripped it to sunder. Ladies and gentlemen, the parallels continue for the modern Democrat Party. Our second story today, Pelosi spent over $500,000 on private jets while claiming we have a moral obligation to reduce emissions. Yes, yes, this clip from Fox News about Pelosi's private jet usage goes hand in glove with our first story. The tyrants wish for themselves to be enriched every day and for you to be poor and for them to rule over you. And shut up. It doesn't matter what I do. You pee on. Nancy Pelosi, Jesse Waters, take it away. They say never fly first class because you'll never want to fly coach again. Same goes with flying private. It makes first class look downright barbaric. That's just according to what Hannity tells me. I'm taking his word for it. Nancy Pelosi seems to agree. The speaker spent over a half million dollars on private jets last year. See, what you peasants don't really understand is you have to have green to be green. We have to do our share, our fair share. We have a moral obligation to be good stewards, a moral obligation for us to hand this planet over to the next generation in a responsible way. For me, it's a religious thing. I believe this is God's creation. Owning a vineyard makes you Mother Earth, and Mother Earth can't wait in line at the gate. Those are the rules. I didn't write them, but someone did write the rules for achieving financial success, so... If you want a private jet, a juicy stock portfolio, and freezers full of artisan gelato like Nancy, and who wouldn't want all that? Kim Jong-il, the father of Kim Jong-un, inside of the tin pot communist dictatorship of North Korea, a nation that is a prison camp for the communists, It is not a nation. It is a prison camp. China is not a nation. It is a prison camp, a communist prison camp. You cannot become a citizen of China. You are not allowed rights if you are not Chinese inside of China. And many people who are inside of China are not allowed rights either. Communist nations are prison camps. But their leaders do not live inside of the same prison conditions of their citizenry. No, no. Famously, Kim Jong-il, the father of Kim Jong-un, would have Scandinavian lobster flown in for his dinners of exotic aged cheeses. He would wash the lobsters in Hennessy and then gorge on those lobsters. He was a fat man. You could see it very plump because he was gorging on lobsters soaked and washed in Hennessy and exotic aged cheeses from the finest places in Europe while his people starved. Kim Jong-il talked about being a champion of the people and his actions betrayed him because they always do inside of despotism. And tyranny, which we deal with today in this country. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is, of course, no different. Pelosi has a long history of insider trading. She's worth $100 million. How is that possible? Well, her entire scumbag family, including her husband, is involved in the stock market, insider trading, stock trading. That's the family business. So she is going to posture that she is representing you, she's going to posture that she loves this climate. And this globe while she flies private. It doesn't matter. She's eating her lobsters soaked in Hennessy, you see, because you have no power to stop her. Or do you? Let's read. From Fox News, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi spent $500,000 on private jets in 2020 despite reportedly describing climate change as an existential threat and a moral obligation that we have to address. According to the campaign filings for the Federal Elections Commission, Pelosi campaign paid a Virginia-based private aviation provider, advanced aviation team, over $437,000 between October 2020 and December 2021, and $65,000 to Clay Lacey Aviation, California-based private jet provider. Oh, good. She's spreading the wealth around California and Virginia private jets are notoriously bad for the environment, producing significantly more emissions per passenger than commercial flights. See, on a commercial flight, you can bring a hundred, hundreds of people, maybe thousands. I don't know. There's some really big airliners. You can bring hundreds of people, long distances, and the, the cost of carbon per person is much lower because you're transporting a ton of people. On a private jet, the cost of carbon emission per person is of course astronomical in relation. Pelosi's campaign spent $67,000 on private air travel just months before she said that tackling the climate crisis is a religious thing for her. That's right. It is a religious thing for her. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. I doubt Pelosi's Catholicism because she is pro-abortion. I doubt Pelosi's Catholicism because she is so openly in violation of the Catholic Church's teachings on so many fronts. I don't doubt that Pelosi is a religious person, however. She is religious in the terms of her own cult. She is a cultist for power. The power of the communist comes from one religious entity. The communists are against the churches. Go read Marx and go look at the actions of Lenin and Stalin. Go look at the actions of the Communist Party of China. The communists are against the church because it encroaches on their power. Karl Marx said this. And he said it very, I mean, it's like right up front in the Communist Manifesto. It's not even hard to find people. Communists hate religion because their real, real religion is power. And Nancy Pelosi worships at that church, the church of her own power. Global warming and climate hysteria allows Nancy Pelosi to get more power. And so she does believe in this, and she does think it is a religious thing, as she says. In November, 20, in November, after leading a 21-member congressional delegation to the United Nations Climate Change Conference in Glasgow, Scotland. Did she fly private there? I bet she did. I believe in God's creation, and we have a moral obligation to be good stewards. You know, I saw an article when this conference, Climate Change Conference in Glasgow... Was going on. And it said that the largest landing place for all private jets in the world was Glasgow during this event. Very interesting that. Very interesting that the private jets of the world descended upon the climate change conference. You know, I've flown to Glasgow before. I went to Scotland for a bachelor party back in the day. Dear friend of mine named Chris Bedford. You might have seen him on TV every once in a while. A good dude. Works at the Federalist and works at right Forge, a fantastic organization for uh, free speech online and the platforming uh, uh, of infrastructure for the new internet. Great company. Chris Bedford had a bachelor party in Glasgow and I flew there commercial. Flew there right out of JFK. Was on a big old plane and guess what? My carbon footprint, if you care about things like that, was way less than Nancy Pelosi. Who flew there private in order to say such cretinous uh, and uh, heretical, heretic-like things such as this. Her religion is power. I believe God's creation, and we have a moral obligation, to be good stewards. Well, Nancy Pelosi doesn't believe that babies are God's creation. Otherwise, she would be against abortion. Just one man's hot take there. Pelosi came under fire in September after she claimed climate change was even more of a priority uh, in discussions with China than its multitude of human rights abuses. Yes, that's on brand for Pelosi. It's far more important for Pelosi's it's far more important for Pelosi's massive portfolio to grow in Chinese investments than for her to criticize China's human rights abuses. On brand. Climate is an overriding issue and China is the leading emitter in the world, she said at the time. Pelosi is far from the only climate hawk to indulge in private airfare. John Kerry famously flew to Iceland to get a Climate Circle Award in climate leadership. In 2019, John Kerry dumped a ton of emissions into the sky to fly to the Arctic Circle uh, for the Arctic Circle Award in climate leadership in Iceland. Kerry, at the time, defended his high pollution ride, saying, It's the only choice for somebody like me. <laughs> ah, oh God. Why? We must rip. Power from these people. It has nothing to do with party. It has everything to do with their assumption that their role on this earth is to be your master and you are their slave. You, the small little people, get nothing. The world is my playground. I have a private jet. It's the only way to travel for somebody like me. What a jackass John Kerry is. In August of 2021, Fox News Digital calculated that Kerry's family jet emitted 30 times more carbon than the average vehicle does in a year. That's right. So John Kerry, polluting the world. Barack Obama, building houses right up against the water. Multiple mansions right on the the sea. Nancy Pelosi saying it's a religious thing, climate change for her, while she flies private. And indeed, the hypocrites continue on in their quest for the only thing that they care about. And it's not their children. It's not their religion. It's not their god. It's not this country. That's for damn sure. It is, indeed, their own power, their own prestige, and that is why their power is the thing that we must target and rip from them. They will scream like demons when we do it. It will be a beautiful thing. We will strip them of power, and we will begin by pushing back, resetting the narrative, changing the Overton window, And that is what our third story is about, ladies and gentlemen, and we are so excited to bring you this third story. It was what we were going to lead with today before the horrifying scenes out of the Capitol of Nancy Pelosi's Gestapo-like spying. But indeed, this story is perhaps one of the most important in the country as it is going on offense, something Republicans don't do enough of. Arizona's Republican Attorney General, issues legal opinion calling Biden's border crisis an invasion. That's right. This from the Daily Mail. Arizona's attorney general issued a legal opinion Monday, giving his state more power to take action against illegal immigration by deeming the southern border crisis an invasion under the U.S. Constitution. Mark Burnovich wrote this opinion. The violence and lawlessness of the border caused by transnational cartels and gangs satisfies the definition of an invasion under the U.S. Constitution. Arizona, therefore, has the power to defend itself under the governor's authority as commander-in-chief. That's right. More of this. An actual invasion permits the state to engage in defensive actions within its own territory at or near its border. The language, Brnovich points out, Article 1 of the Constitution would theoretically allow the Arizona police and National Guard to remove illegal immigrants back to Mexico rather than relying on immigration enforcement agencies run by Democrat administrations. Yes, yes, and yes. Here's the clip of the invasion. We all know it to be true. Take it away. Clip 10. Been uh, a wild last several months here on the border. Arizona Attorney General Mark Bernovich says the situation at the border is so bad, in fact, that the state can now take measures into their own hands. Now, exactly what that means is not clear, but the Attorney General issued a legal opinion yesterday saying the crisis at the border can be classified as a quote invasion under constitutional guidelines, which means the state can take additional enforcement steps. Again, not pointed out exactly what the Attorney General wants to see done here. He pointed to violence and drug trafficking from cartels and gangs as the reason for that opinion. As Attorney General, Bernovich does not have the power to authorize any action at the border, and the governor has power uh, with DPS. He also has power with our Arizona National Guard. Uh, Brnovich, though, running for the Senate seat currently held by Mark Kelly, but he issued that ruling yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you do it. What the left has done and what they have shown us is their abuse of power knows no end. And indeed, if they believe that there is a trucker convoy or if there is an Omicron variant or if there is anything that they believe threatens their power, they will declare a state of emergency. It's happening right now in Ottawa because people are honking. That's right. State of emergency in Ottawa declared by the left because people are honking. Now, Whether it's right or wrong, I personally believe it's wrong. It gives the administration incredibly broad and dangerous powers. So right now the police are cracking down in Ottawa. We had on our live yesterday evening a wonderful reporter from Rebel News who showed us how the police are now confiscating materials from the truckers in Ottawa. They're taking food and fuel. They want these truckers and their families to freeze to death. And they're doing it because it's been declared an emergency. Well, two can play at that game. It's it's sad that it's gotten here, but it it is the correct thing to do, given the situation. You see, in Arizona, this is an actual emergency. In the fiscal year of 2021 alone, 1.7 million migrants were apprehended by immigration enforcement. The numbers continue to spike to 178,000 encounters on the southern border. Goodbye, America. Goodbye. See ya. We don't have a country anymore. We're done. We're done. I come from Iowa. How many people live in Iowa? Well, I can tell you, we don't have a city with millions of people. We have a state around 3 million people. So right now, how many migrants didn't they catch at the border? That's just the ones they caught. Those are just the apprehensions. So you had an entire new state travel into America. We know that terrorists traveled with them. One group of terrorists on the terror watch list from Yemen traveled into our nation. What will they do here? We don't know. So indeed, it is an invasion. According to Border Patrol, they are encountering people from China. They're encountering people from all African nations. Of course, there was the Haitian migrant crisis that was quite alarming as thousands of Haitians flooded into the country. And yes, now in Arizona, the hottest sector of the border for lawlessness is Yuma. Now, we went to Yuma. We took our show on Turning Point USA to Yuma, we traveled there with Shooter Sam, and we captured precisely what Is going on in the section, the Yuma section, a famous section of the border. It's famous because it is easy to cross over, and we were able to look out and see the land bridge, and we were also able to look out and see the rusting wall that sits in the desert rotting. Trump's wall sits in the desert rotting. It could be used to stop the invasion, and the attorney general of Arizona is stating it must be used to stop the invasion. This is now an emergency. It's directly out of the left's playbook, and it's a fantastic tactic. It changes the Overton window. Every single attorney general in the country should be making such a declaration. Let's go ahead and show you a little bit of what we saw in the Yuma section of the border when we went to Arizona. Hey, there we go, Sam. Oh yeah, here we go. There you go. Welcome to Benny on the Border. There we go. Do you want to know about open borders today? We got you. This is your difference. This is what Trump built. And then we swing around here. This is what Biden's building. Little sheds. Little shanty sheds, welcome stations. Who do you trust? People who have lied to you for the last hundred years in your political establishment? Or your own two eyes that God gave you? Boom! There it is. Your open border. Trump-era officials have been begging... Arizona Republican Governor Doug Ducey to use war powers to quell the massive migration number this last year. His attorney general, Brnovich, released his opinion on the matter just yesterday, and this could not happen soon enough. Disturbing images last month showing the dire conditions of Arizona Border Patrol facilities with tens of thousands of migrants packed together in overcrowded trailers and makeshift mylar tents surfaced. It was a scandal, Rafa Rivera, regional president of the National Border Patrol Council, said that more than 1,500 migrants were in custody in Yuma at one point, according to the Washington Examiner's report. Usually around this time in the holidays, it slows down, but in Yuma, it has been constant. The Yuma mayor, Douglas Nichols, declared a state of emergency himself when 6,000 people were taken into custody of the Border Patrol in five days. 6,000 people in five days. I come from a town of about 300 people in Shueyville, Iowa, which is where I was raised. So you are talking about, in a matter of days, the population of my town pouring across the border, nary 6,000 people, wait a second, in a matter of hours, the population of my hometown pouring across the border. In one hour, the population of my hometown pouring across the border. That is, by definition, an invasion. The surge and revelation of overcrowding came in the midst of a massive surge in infection rates for COVID-19 and the highly contagious Omicron variant, leading to further questionings on the holding conditions. More than 65,000 non-citizens caught illegally crossing into Yuma from Mexico between September and November 2021 is much higher than the total encounters of the typical year. In December, Customs and Border Patrol encountered 178,000 migrants at the southern border, up from the 173,000 in November and 164,000 in October. A new city every single month. A new city every month pouring into our nation. A new city, ladies and gentlemen. It is unsustainable. This is the size of the largest town, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where I grew up in about 200,000 people. That's how many people, that's the second largest town in Iowa, and that's how many people are pouring into our nation every month illegally. It's unconstitutional. It is the largest violation of American law in my lifetime that I have seen. It is indeed impeachable, and many scholars and people uh, who know The processes of our constitution and our impeachment mechanisms are saying that Joe Biden will be impeached for this. It'll start with Secretary Mayorkas when Republicans take Congress next year, and then it will go up to Joe Biden because it is a open affront to our laws in America. We saw it with our own two eyes. You saw it there on the video. The cameras don't lie. We watched as children were dragged across our own border. We watched as the wall Trump's wall rotted in the desert. We saw the indifference of this administration, the desire of this administration to facilitate the invasion of our country. And, of course, we witnessed ourselves the trafficking of children and the horrific sex and drug trafficking that happens from the cartels. You can see there on your screen. Families and children Running into this country illegally as the Biden administration does nothing right before our cameras. It is an invasion, and we are very proud that at least some Republicans still have a spine and a set of balls and that they are standing up to the illegality and the criminality of this regime. Ladies and gentlemen, this regime will go down the darkest in American history. The worst president in my lifetime, Joe Biden the worst group of criminals in my lifetime in office, Nancy Pelosi. In our podcast today, we covered how Nancy Pelosi is indeed using her police powers to spy on members of Congress, how an investigation is going on into this spying on not just members of Congress, but of you, the citizens, visiting their offices, how the wicked and Hypocritical Pelosi spent $500,000 on private jets while screaming about climate change. And indeed, the climate is changing in the state of Arizona. As the attorney general there, a hero, is starting to change the paradigm as it pertains to the invasion on his border and doing something about it. Thank God. We must continue to fight, ladies and gentlemen, and we must continue to win. That is what the show is all about. We care about three things and three things alone, God, family, and country. And with those as our priorities, we set about saving America. That's our only job here. We want to save America. It's been some dark shows, but it's always darkest right before the dawn. We are fighting back. And ladies and gentlemen, we know how the story ends. We win. See you next time. Thanks for listening.